Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, come on in, everybody. Welcome into the autopsy of Tampa Bay 19, Dallas Cowboys 3, with me. It's nice to be with you guys. Good news is, the morning after, what I do, my rule, I have a rule about analyzing Cowboy games, and that rule involves a second watching in the morning, sober, and then you can try to analyze a Cowboy game. So let's talk about how bad Jerry and Steven screwed this up and who on this team is awful. We'll do all that. Thanks to my friends at Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events. They've got first-to-market odds and lines. Feel free to bet on the other team for the next six to eight weeks instead of the Cowboys. <laughs> but Bet Online, you can get reviews and news for every league, MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL. We might have to pick new NFL teams, each of us. Let's go Ravens, Bengals. Combat sports, esports, even golf. Bet online, the top online resource for all your sports information from live in game betting, props, and futures. If you bet the over on anything, Cowboys, I'm very sorry. Head to bet online today or use your mobile device to join. Make your first sports bet. Our promo code BELIEVE50, B L E A V 50. We'll get you your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. All right. Here we are. Oh, no. Oh, no. So many people are already asking about the draft. Oh, no. Uh, here's the thing. The good thing about having rewatched a game is, per usual, and don't be afraid to drink early today. Per usual, it's not as simple as people think. It's not as terrible as people think. When it's good, it's not as good as people think. I would like to thank my people already in the super chat. Ayub, top three pick next year, Jeff. Are you picking a quarterback? Kilgore, <laughs> Trav Show. What are your honest thoughts about all of your yesterday? I hope you're doing well. Um, man, there are so many different ways to take this thing. And I did say if Dak got hurt, it was draft time. So... The hard part is the starting quarterback is hurt. So, like, talking people off the ledge realistically isn't realistic. There's a really good chance that the Cowboys are going to lose a whole lot in the next six to eight weeks. Vance, at least the Schultz reception's over. Are the Cowboys so bad that you may need to talk? Wait, that you may need to change it to Tolkien buddies? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> People asking about Jimmy G, Dak sucks. Jeff, I love Dak, but do you think there's a chance he's not here next season? Uh, I think, you know what? My understanding of the salary cap would be, I guess, in the offseason, if you wanted to. We're just going to go to fantasy land for a second. If you wanted to, I think you could trade Dak, but you would be eating $13 million each year for the next like three years, and whoever traded for him would just be paying his salary. And I may be wrong about that. You may have to eat some giant amount right up front. But sure, we'll do the Jimmy Garoppolo thing too before we talk about the game. Here's the thing about Jimmy Garoppolo. The 49ers are smart. They knew that they had their next quarterback on the roster and that he was going to play this year. They knew that. They also know that Jimmy Garoppolo is one of the best 32 quarterbacks on the planet. Maybe one of the best 20. Definitely one of the best 25. So if they couldn't get anything decent for him, we'll keep him. 
And it's going to be a little bit awkward, but what if we get eight games into the season and it turns out the guy that we handed the franchise to can't play or he gets hurt? It's nice to have a really good backup quarterback. But if you're the Cowboys, Jimmy G is also a very limited quarterback. And if you put Jimmy Garoppolo, who the 49ers have done everything over his career to minimize his impact on games, if you put Jimmy Garoppolo here with a suspect offensive line and no weapons, I don't think you get very good results. If you are convinced that you can win something this year and you just need to survive a six to eight week stretch, you could do it. If you could get Jimmy G for a day three pick and Jimmy G okays it because he's got a no trade clause, sure. Sure, give it a shot. But the Cowboy game, the offense was butt. The offense was butt. That wasn't good. Um, Sam Williams, I believe, was active last night, wasn't he? But I don't think I noticed him at all. Your third-round pick wasn't active. Your wide receiver core is bad. Your offensive line is iffy, and your quarterback played bad. Your number one wide receiver didn't do enough. And all of these things in football compound on each other. All of it. Um, if the season is going bad, I'll help you learn D and D. Thank you, Jacob. I appreciate that. Still too many holes on this roster. Add a QB. We still need O line and vice versa from Maury's music. That's true. So like, none of the, all of these things are really bad together. You're looking for CD lamb to be a real life. Number one receiver, right? Uh, the third down ball, you, you have to be honest about these things. It wasn't a good throw because. I would much rather the ball be in front of me as opposed to me having to do this to catch football, but also an NFL receiver, much less a number one, that is a catch 98 out of 100 times. You catch that ball. Uh, it makes it even harder when none of your other wide receivers are any good. Like you look at Tampa last night, and they didn't have a great offensive showing. They played okay offensively but you're throwing the ball down the field to Julio Jones. You're throwing it down the field to Mike Evans. You've got Chris Godwin's breaking off a big play. You have different options and the threat that, Hey, we might sit, throw this thing down the field, but when you don't think you can protect all that, well, when you don't have wide receivers that can run, when you don't have starting caliber wide receivers, it is all going to compound on itself and be bad. Now we could go to what happened yesterday and why Cooper Rush could have better games than what Dak did last night. I'm going to give you a bunch of different drives here, okay? Cowboys drive number two. Um, Terrence Steele false start, and you're behind the chains from the get-go, and they're not able to overcome it. Now, on the third and eight, Dak does have time to throw, and he's looking, and he's going, Nope. Nobody's open. Whatever. Most important point is that, or at least that I want you to remember, Terrence Steele false start, first and 15. For a time that for a team that doesn't have a great offensive line, we're now taking running the ball off the table as an effective option on first down. And we have to get 15 yards instead of 10 with an iffy line and no wide receivers. The Cowboys fourth drive. No third drive. 
CeeDee Lamb drops the ball on third and four. The Cowboys' fourth drive. CeeDee offensive pass interference. Now it's second and 15. The Cowboys never overcome the second and 15. Dak throws a terrible pass with the worst vision I've ever seen him have on a play. Uh, he throws an interception. They can't overcome an early penalty that gets them to a second and 15. How about on their fifth drive? False start by Tyler Smith. They do overcome that one because Dak actually ran the ball, which he's going to have to do if they're going to have a chance to do anything. But then your bad receiver core, you got Noah Brown not coming back to a ball. Jamel Dean breaking up a slant to CD where he got no separation. Third down, Shaq Barrett smokes Matt Farniak like it's all the different things. My number two wide receiver, who's really an NFL number five wide receiver, isn't getting separation or coming back to the ball. My number one wide receiver, and maybe it's because Jamel Dean is able to play aggressively knowing he has help over the top, but is able to cover CD Lamb in man coverage. CD's got to be better than that. And then on third down, my backup, backup left guard can't block their best pass rusher. Yikes. Uh, drive number six, where is my penalty? Illegal man downfield, you can't overcome it. If you don't have a good offensive line and you do not have more than one real-life NFL wide receiver, you can't overcome that stuff. So the Cowboys' margin for error is less than most teams in the NFL because you are not going to overcome having to get 15 yards instead of 10 when you don't have NFL wide receivers and your line's not that good. Jeff, you don't have to make excuses. We're a bad team. I think I'm laying out a bad team. I think I'm laying out a pretty bad team here. Terrence Steele had what, three, four penalties maybe in that game? Zach Martin was okay. He wasn't great. Uh, Biotish, okay. Tyler Smith was up and down. You see the tools of why he's going to be good. Yeah, what David said. These aren't excuses. I'm literally giving you play-by-play of the game and why things went poorly for them. Uh, Cowboy fans feel like Adrian Peterson today. I didn't see what happened in that. Did Le'Veon Bell beat up Adrian Peterson? I know they had a fight. I know they had a boxing match. Number eight is not a number one wide receiver. He needs to play slot. Well, most number one wide receivers play in the slot. And that's the thing. Like, I'm a CeeDee Lamb guy. I'm a believer in CeeDee Lamb. I think that, I think CeeDee is a number one wide receiver. And I think that he would have had a good year if you had your quarterback. Um, but he wasn't good enough last night. And ultimately, ultimately, it all goes back to what everyone pointed out leading up to the season. Jerry and Stephen Jones thought that not liking people was worth making their football team worse and convincing themselves that it would be fine. They talked themselves into literally cutting. Like, okay, Amari Cooper got traded for a fifth-round pick. That's bad. Like the 49ers, perfect example. They said to themselves, man, we'd really like to get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo, get something for him and give the reins over to this to this quarterback, Trey Lance over here, and then get him some help. The Cowboys don't trust Amari Cooper. Jerry Jones and Steven Jones don't like Amari Cooper because of the COVID vaccine stuff, because he's not able to practice all the time. So they don't think that he's a great teammate or tough or whatever, right? So they want to get rid of Amari Cooper. Well, when the NFL tells you that his market value is a fifth-round pick, at that point, a smart organization goes, well, crap. We need to keep him. 
because obviously he's worth more than that to us. He's a good NFL wide receiver. We need to keep him. That's what a smart organization does. Lyle Collins, that one's even more unforgivable because they literally cut him. They went, well, he came into the COVID year and we think that he should have had a surgery before then and knew that the season was going to start and he didn't. And then the drug tester bribe or whatever thing. And they went, you know what? Not a guy we trust, whatever. But he was a healthy guy coming into a season, making 10 or $11 million as a good NFL right tackle. And they went, eh, let's cut him. Just give him away. And then surprise, your offensive line isn't very good and your receiver core isn't very good. And the receiver core on the whole is more unforgivable just because of what they didn't do to even try to replace. I guess they didn't really try to replace Lyle Collins either. They just thought, we really like Terrence Steele. He tries his best. He's our kind of guy, so he'll be fine. And you know what? I think the same thing happened at wide receiver. Dak and the organization at the OTAs and everything, well, you know what? This Dennis Houston, well, he tries hard. He shows up. He's on time. He's our kind of guy, which means he can play in the NFL. It doesn't mean that. So now we probably just need to get ready for the draft and watch only guys that are team captains with rave reviews from everyone they've ever met, whether they can play or not, because that's what the Cowboys, that's what screwed the Cowboys this offseason is that they wanted Jason Garrett, right kind of guys. And if you were good at football and helped our football team win, that wasn't the most important thing because I don't like you. I don't trust you. Whatever. Jared, time to go 0 and 16 and draft quarterback. There's 17 games now, sir. Okay, you'd have to go 0 and 17. And you could draft a quarterback. Jerry and Steven thought they were smarter than everyone else and it blew up in their face. One plus one does, in fact, equal two. That is correct, Gilgore. I mean, when your owner has to tell you that I'm just going to be super optimistic, even though I know there's no reason to and logic doesn't tell me I should be optimistic, that should tell you that it might get bad. Edward, I hope last night opens fans' eyes that the Jones family cares primarily about two things, money and attention. Winning is an occasional ancillary benefit. Fans have to stop giving money. They're snake oil salesmen. See, I don't give money to the Cowboys, so I'm not worried about it. Doing the job for 12 years of sports radio, eventually you just start viewing it through the lens of what am I going to talk about more so than let's go team. So like all my friends, I grew up here. I grew up a Cowboy fan. All my friends are like diehards, and I just like to – cheer on with my friends. I don't care if the Cowboys win or lose. I just think about how are we going to talk about it? I've been kind of desensitized to it because of the job. And I'm cool with that. David, Jeff, I have to wonder if some of these bad throws on the outside, the obvious misses were intentionally thrown out of bounds because receivers were blanketed, not making excuses, but I've seen Dak make those throws before. Yeah. Dak didn't play well last night. Like, there's a million Dak truths, right? Over the course of his career, Dak is a very good quarterback. He's one of the best 10 quarterbacks on the planet. He didn't play well last night. Historically, if you don't protect him, he can get sort of skittish and antsy. Um, at times, he's risk-averse. He processes and reads defenses very well. He throws an accurate ball, but not necessarily with perfect placement. Like, all these things are Dak Prescott truths. If he's willing to run, that would be very helpful for him. Uh, but even early in that game, like the Dalton Schultz, the first completion of the game was like down at his knees, but Dalton Schultz is a good player, and he'll go get it. Uh, the ball to CD was behind him, but I need you to catch that one. Dak didn't, the interception he threw was just terrible. Like that was actually bad processing. 
Uh, let's hear all the excuses for Dak. See, I'm not going to engage with you people in the chat. See, he's not slow at reading defenses. That's the thing about that's one of the things about Dak that people. I don't know where it started, but film people will constantly tell you how impressed they are with how Dak processes and reads defenses, pre-snap and post-snap. Um, he is not as physically gifted as a lot of guys, especially now that he's not a great athlete anymore. He's just an okay athlete. And his arm strength is fine, but it's not special. And he's not special at off-platform, different angles. So, like, he has to be good at processing the game, and he is. But yesterday, not good. How long ago did he play a good game? Last year, Dak threw 37 touchdowns, a franchise record for the Cowboys against 10 interceptions. The first six games, he was first or second in the MVP race before he got hurt. What? What? No, I'm not. I don't care. I'm not doing that. Like, no, I'm not a Dak apologist. I observe what happens in football and talk about it. Andrew, as someone who has been a Dak apologist, he's good at football. Due to health issues and possible coaching changes at the end of the year, do we think a move at QB next year will happen? I think the salary cap probably makes that entirely unlikely. But that is, like, that's the thing. That would tell you that Dak is good. Like, Amari Cooper got you a fifth-round pick. If the Cowboys, if it was financially feasible with the salary cap, if the Cowboys said, hey, we're going to trade Dak, your return would be very, very good. Teams would be happy to pay him money and have him as their quarterback. Robert, get a top 10 pick and draft Jalen Carter, sign top players in free agency. I love Jalen Carter. He's a Georgia defensive tackle. And even last year as a true sophomore, when they had Jordan Davis and Devontae Wyatt, Jalen Carter was the best player on that defense. <laughs> he's so good. He's a giant. And he's so good. Uh, so, yes, the Cowboys, if they want to have a chance at doing anything this year, I think they would need Jason Peters to be ready to go very quickly. They need to move Tyler Smith to left guard. Um, if they can run the ball like they did in this game, where when they weren't doing the trick plays, and that's another thing, like Kellen's not creative. He tried to be creative on a couple of different plays last night, and both of them blew up and meant that Tony Pollard started the game with two carries for negative 11 yards, and it should have been two carries for negative 20 yards, but he worked his way out of one of them. So you had some creativity there. When they didn't do creativity and they just ran the ball, they actually run blocked pretty well. Zeke ran it well. Pollard ran it well when you actually just handed it to him. Uh, Cowboys have to stay on schedule. You got to kill the penalty stuff. First and 15, second and 15 is too much. That's too much for this offense. McCarthy needs to take over play calling. He's likely going to get fired anyways. Go out on your terms, Mike. We've seen enough from Kellen. I got no problem with that. If you're the head coach and you literally just come out to the media and be like, look, I'm the one who's going to get fired. I'm going to call the plays. Um, but I don't blame Kellen for last night. I don't blame Kellen for really much of anything ever. I wish he ran the ball outside more. I wish their running scheme was a little bit like Tampa Bay last night. I thought the way they ran the ball was good at times when they just tried to mash it up the middle, the Cowboys interior made stops, but the way they could go two tight ends left and pull their right guard to the left. And now we've got you outnumbered. And like, that was one nice run play, giving it to Julio Jones. Sweet. Uh, I thought they ran the ball in a variety of ways. I would like to see the Cowboys be more varied and maybe they were last night. And I'm just not thinking of, the plays, but it doesn't really feel that way. Bryce Young is coming. Okay. 
Zeke only 10 carries, but averaged 5.2 yards. Yeah, and I won't be a running back hater or hater or a running game hater. If you average over five yards a carry, I'm cool. Run the ball. That's cool. That's cool. It's just that what happened to the Cowboys is, again, when it's first and 15, second and 15, running the ball on first down becomes dumb because you're running a play that you're going to get five yards on a good play, and now you're at second and long. That's not good. Or third and long. That's not good. You can't intentionally take yourself to second and third and long, so you have to chill out. Kicker looked good. Micah Parsons is incredible. Punter looked good. Tank showed up and made some plays. Trayvon Diggs was mostly good. Obviously, giving up a touchdown isn't good, but he also made plays in coverage. Tyler made two mistakes. One got Dak slammed. The other got Dak hurt. You can't. Yeah, it's it's going to be tough if you don't have a good offensive line. One plus one equals three points. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. And then, so that's it. Like, Cowboys defense was okay. Not great, but okay. Uh, Bucks were able to drive the ball a good amount of the time, but being able to stand up and force him to kick instead of giving up touchdowns, good. Micah Parsons, good. Um, defensive line, up and down, depending on the play. Now you got J. Ron Curse hurt, you got Connor McGovern hurt, you got Dak hurt. It going to be tough. Can you start going over college prospects? Not yet. I do have college tape already, though. <laughs> I do have college tape already, and I will watch it. I will be super prepared for the draft this year. Pollard whiffed on Shaq Barrett twice up the middle, leading to the sacks. One of them, I might have to ask an offensive line-like expert, because one of them was just a good play by Tampa, where they lined up with five guys on the line, but two of them dropped out, and then they brought Devin White, and they brought a safety and the way that it played out, Pollard did pick a guy up, but it kind of cut off Zach Martin's ability to pick up the other blitzer. So Pollard may have just been, he may have been wrong there. I guess it would make sense by the geometry that he would have been wrong there. Any wide receivers we could sign? You could have signed Julio Jones. Julio Jones was just hanging out at the house and Tom Brady DM'd him. Thoughts on Von Miller's comment on the block on Parsons? Oh, when Leonard Fournette laid out Micah Parsons, like, it's cool. In football, when you knock somebody down and you know how good it looks, you get excited. You might taunt. And so Leonard Fournette's not wrong to be like, yeah. Um, but I don't know what you can do about that. It's not dirty just because someone does. I guess technically if you could call it blindside, I don't know. Because, yeah, having a 250 pound guy get to tee off on somebody who doesn't know they're there. Maybe you just had to say, Hey, Parsons has to be more aware and know that there's a possibility that this running back who hasn't left the backfield yet might chip me. Uh, like it's a clean play. If you had a way to legislate it out and just tell the running backs to be nicer <laughs> to pass rushers. Cool. Uh, yeah. So that's the autopsy defense. Okay, they're fine. If they can get something out of Cavante Turpin, that could help them in some of these games. 
But other than that, the Cowboys, they don't block well enough and they don't have the players on the outside to be able to not be on schedule. Your trick plays can't lose you eight yards. You can't have five of your drives where you don't overcome a five-yard penalty, whether it's OPI or a hold or a false start or whatever. Um, this team's not good enough. They're just not. Nell's Buck, someone needs to explain why Tolbert was inactive. He can't be any worse than Brown in Houston. Why do we continuously get gashed in the run game? Bryce Young, baby. And they didn't really... No, I'm comfortable saying that. That's not an excuse. They didn't really get gashed in the run game. They got gashed on some plays in the run game, and one was just bad luck. Their guys stunted out. They were running up the middle, and it was, hey, here's 15, 20 yards. Uh, and one of the ones on the run to the left side was just kind of well-designed. A lot of times, the run defense, like the interior defensive line, when they weren't caught out of position, when it was just, hey, let's play football, they stood up on second and shorts and third and shorts, and they made some plays. Like, I'm not worried about the run defense overall coming out of that game. There were just a handful of plays that were eight yards or more where you go, that's not good. And some of them are bad luck, and some of them are the offense was right and you were wrong, and some of them, I'm sure, are assignment-based. Kilgore, how was Tyler Smith? I thought he played good. I would say that Tyler Smith was okay. Tyler Smith will probably be credited with giving up a sack and a couple of pressures. Um, but once again, it was the full package of Tyler Smith, I think, was on display in that game, where Tyler Smith is a guy that is, because natural tools are awesome. Even when it's Vita Vea that gets into his chest, he's able to re-anchor, even if he didn't win with his hands initially, he's able to re-anchor because he's just a flexible, strong, athletic dude. Um, so like if you had to give him a letter grade in that game, I'd probably give him a C, which is about what I would have expected where there are plays where mentally he might've missed. There are plays where technically he wasn't great. Uh, but there are also a bunch of plays where it's Shaq Barrett. Who's a really, really good player that early in the rep looks like is going to beat Tyler Smith, but Tyler Smith is just physically good enough that it was like, Nope, don't stop you. Sean Payton on the way is the best outcome for this sad. Uh, well, I mean, if you guys, I don't know. I believe Sean Payton's a good football coach because enough smart people tell me he's a good football coach. But, I mean, his results have been very Mike McCarthy. Have one of the best quarterbacks of all time, win one Super Bowl, win a bunch of games. I don't know. Thoughts on CD not being able to create separation like Jeff, like me, and Chase, guys who he was, oh, Jefferson, guys who he was compared to coming out of the draft. That's disappointing, yes. And again, like, I am a CD guy. I think CD's very good, and I think he's going to have a very good career. But, I don't, like, it's a combination of things. If your, guy, if your team can't block, like, so Jamar Chase, he's going to get a bunch of opportunities, because Joe Burrow plays the game in a way where he got sacked six times. Joe Burrow's always going to get sacked because it's the way he plays. Like he's going to extend, 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 try to make a play. But Jamar Chase, like Jamar Chase is a freak show. He's a better player than CeeDee Lamb. Justin Jefferson is a better player than CeeDee Lamb. I didn't think that coming out. 
now we know. Um, but I do think CD's really good. They have got to figure out, and maybe you just can't. Maybe the answer is your other wide receivers aren't good enough, you don't block good enough, and so you're not going to be able to create opportunities for your number one guy no matter what, but most teams do. And you know what? Maybe Okay, there, maybe there is one thing on Kellen Moore. Find a way for your number one to get 15 targets, to get 12 catches, because everybody in the world knows Cooper Cup's getting the ball, Justin Jefferson's getting the ball, Jamar Chase is getting the ball, Travis Kelsey's getting the ball. Everybody in the world knows those dudes are getting the ball, and they get the ball. CD has to catch seven to ten balls a game. He has to. Has to. Maybe it's Dak. Maybe Dak isn't a throw it to my number one guy. Maybe Dak is a I'm going to throw it where the ball's supposed to go, quote, supposed to go guy. But that's that. Uh, Bengals wide receiver core is also very solid. Yeah, the Bengals have good wide receivers. Uh, the Rams have two good wide receivers. But yeah, the, the number ones in the league, they get targeted, they're schemed for it, and they make it work. Dak was terrible in every way. Dak was not good. But enjoy the next six to eight weeks. You're not winning with C.D. Lamb and Noah Brown. Yeah, Noah Brown is no NFL team's number two wide receiver. No one's. And that's the disappointing part about Jalen Tolbert. Is if you tell me that Dennis Houston was a better player in camp and preseason and therefore he's active over him, that in itself is not a problem. Sweet. Good for Dennis Houston. But if you tell me going into a season that your number two wide receiver is Noah Brown and your number three is Simi Fihoko, or no, I guess technically it would have been your number three was Dennis Houston and Simi Fihoko, and that's it. I would say you did a terrible job of preparing to win in the passing game, and the passing game is the most important thing in football. Thoughts on Farniok? Um, he definitely got smoked once by Shaq Barrett on a third down that murdered a Cowboys play. Um, but outside of that, I didn't necessarily notice him as a huge negative. And I think Farniak is a NFL depth. Like he's an NFL player. Vance, could this all be as simple as we had no weapons and the Tampa D is really good? Sure. Yeah. Tampa's got a good defense. Um, the Cowboys have no weapons and that's not good. And that's not good. Why does Rush throw downfield, but not Dak? Uh, let's see next week. Let's see who you're throwing down the field to. Let's see. Alex, Dak getting injured is terrible because it gives Jerry, Steven, and Mike an excuse for their management. Even if Dak got injured, this offense wouldn't win more than six games. Yeah, I guess now if you had to readjust the record, I would imagine that Dak will be back, what, after the bye? Here we go, September 12th, October. Yeah, he'll be back after the bye. Um, Jeff, are you blind? They threw the ball to CD. How many balls hit him in the hands and he dropped them? One? What? People get really angry about things and they just like make things up. Like, How many drops did CD have? The third and four was a drop. Did he have a bunch of other drops that I was drunk for? 
Uh, Jalen Tolbert's ceiling is being a Terrence Williams clone. I disagree with that. Jalen Tolbert can catch. I liked him in college. I had high hopes for him. It makes me sad that he was inactive. I had some hopes for Jalen Tolbert. CD had three crucial drops. Make me go watch the game for a third time. I guess I did stop the rewatch after J. Ron Curse got hurt because at that point I was like, yep, that's the end. All you Dak lovers, hopefully this will open an eye or two. Sure. Understand. Sky Moore should have been a cap. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, Sky Moore could have been here. Tolbert cannot separate. That's why he did not dress. It's obvious. All right, then explain Simi Fihoko, Noah Brown, and Dennis Houston suiting up. Which one of them separates? Start Danucci. Danucci's not here anymore. They kept Will Greer and Cooper Rush on the practice squad so they could pull them up whatever week they wanted to. Um, yeah, so that's that. Oh, man, we've been sitting here for 33 damn minutes. The autopsy is it's not good. And the wild thing is that people, we all care enough that there are 964 people watching this live after Dak got hurt and the Cowboys played like crap. I love it. We're up S Creek with no paddle and the boat has a small crack. <laughs> Sky played well. Damn right, Sky Moore played well for the Chiefs. He was just back there punt return and barely getting any run. And when he got some run, he had like a 20 or 30-yard catch. That's my guy. That is my guy. Sorry, Jeff, but Dak is not the guy. I mean, Dak's the 10th best quarterback in football. If that's the guy, great. If it's not, great. I am of the opinion that if you have a very good quarterback, you pay him and you try your best until you don't have him. Because when you don't have him, life sucks. Um, so that's that. Remember when y'all said Noah Brown and Houston are better than Tolbert? I mean, the team thinks that. That's who is active. Dak's not 10 no more. Rodgers, Mahomes. Well, Mahomes, Rodgers, obviously. Burrow is the weird one, where I think a lot of people would have Burrow over Dak, and especially now we have this week. Well, this week, Burrow sucked. Uh, Burrow would be an interesting one. Herbert, most people would say yes. I don't know. You could maybe get to 10. Could have used another reliable pass rush threat. Armstrong, another of their guys, bad offseason, and now too many holes. Oh, yeah, I mean, you could add Julio Jones, Von Miller. You could have added the guys that older veteran teams. Well, Tampa's not an older team. They just have three or four older guys. Uh, yeah, you could have added the veteran players who could contribute that are getting towards the end and the Cowboys opted not to, because that's how they roll. We're going to, we like our guys. We're going to develop our guys. Good QBs don't need a perfect team to win. How'd Aaron Rodgers play? If you don't have people to throw to life's hard, man. If you don't have people to block for you, it's hard to win, man.
Pat Mahomes with no offensive line in the Super Bowl wasn't any good. Aaron Rodgers this week with no wide receivers wasn't any good. And then I would factor in that Dak ain't either one of them. (laughs) I like Dak. He ain't either one of them. And they've shown you. If you give me no one to throw to, it's trouble. If you can't block, it's trouble. Good luck. Guess the offense does run through Zeke. Hell, if you can get me to second and five every every time, give that thing to Zeke. Jeff Cavanaugh, run game truther. Kavanaugh! You praised the Joneses for only drafting and being cheap in free agency, Freddie says. Did I? I'd like to see that. I'd like to hear that. I'm pretty sure I've said over and over that this offseason is one of the first ones where I looked at the decisions they made. And if they worked out, boy, they were going to get to do a victory lap. Because getting rid of Amari Cooper and Lyle Collins on purpose without really replacing either one of them was dangerous business. And I believe I told you, if it works out, Jerry and Steven, congrats. Take your victory lap. Because I ain't think it was a good idea. I think this is the first offseason where I've really disliked what they did, though. Because they do. Generally, they put together a good team. This offseason, they let the money get mad, and they got rid of guys they didn't like that helped them win at football. We went to Houston in the clutch moments repeatedly. Lamb shrunk, then disappeared. Man, I thought CD was a dude from B-Wee. Yeah, I guess there will come a point where I'm going to have to be like, man, was I wrong about CD Lamb? Because I still, like, I'm watch- I watched him in camp. I watched him in college. That dude can effing ball. You have to show up. Run game was the only thing kind of working last night. I don't know why we kept going away from it. The reason you kept going away from it is because you kept committing penalties. And when it's first and 15, a run play is no longer as feasible as it is at first and 10. It's second and 15. A run play is not very feasible. Uh, I think they did. They did kind of want to run it. They just hurt themselves. False start. Uh, What was the other ones that put them backwards? Unfortunately, their trick plays blew up in their face where they tried to creatively run on first downs and it didn't work. That's tough. That's tough. Shout out to a thousand live viewers. Oh my God. Oh my God. Jeff, what do you think about trading for Baltimore backup quarterback? Sure. Sure. CD was double and triple covered all night. Just straight disrespect to the other wide receivers. Well, yeah, but every good wide receiver gets attention from a defense and their team still figure out how to get them the ball. And maybe it is worse with the Cowboys than a lot of those other situations because with no other threat and you're not pushing the ball down the field at all that you can really clamp down on the underneath stuff on a wide receiver. I don't know, but they have to find a way for, they have to find a way for CD lamb to be a big time difference maker or this team is absolutely sunk. And there's a decent chance they're absolutely sunk anyway, because their quarterbacks now out. When Jason Peters gets in there and Tyler Smith goes to left guard, if that can be a decent to good offensive line, you're still, and you get Michael Gallup back, and now your receiver core is at least okay in the NFL. You could draw up a picture where this season ends okay, but it would rely on winning three or four games without Dak, and boy, I don't see how you do that. Jeff, are we calling Antonio Brown? I've always said no because Antonio Brown needs help, and I want him to get it, and I don't think you could ever rely on him to play the whole season. 
But man, if you just don't care about people and you're like, dude, I need somebody to come get open. <laughs> maybe call him. Maybe call him. Dak had no pieces, no OC, O line to work with, no true number one receiver. Jones put him out there anyways. No preseason. I feel they're tanking on purpose from Lucky Clay. The only thing, okay, so like I could almost subscribe to the they're tanking and they want to bring in Sean Payton and all that, except for one thing. Jerry's really old. And do you know what happens to really old people? I'm not going to say it out loud, but you know what happens to really old people. He ain't giving away a season. He's too old. He's not giving one away. He's just dead balls wrong about how important certain people were to the team. Emmett, what do you think about going after Jimmy G? I just don't think Jimmy G can succeed with what they have here. Like Jimmy G is a guy that San Francisco tried to hide and just throw it when we have to throw it or when we're going to trick people. And with no weapons and an iffy line, I don't know that he can help you. But if you just say, look, I could get him for a day three pick and he'd waive his no trade clause, then sure, take a shot at it. Say, all right, Jimmy, give me six to seven weeks. Can you win me two or three games and keep this thing alive and see what we look like? Looked like Dak was scared back there with the O-line. They definitely need to get a receiver. They do. They do. But they just view it as those guys are already here. Like, now we got Jason Peters. He'll be here soon. We got Michael Gallup. He'll be here soon. We're fine. Problem is, now you don't have a quarterback. And that's that. I know Jerry is only 79. I know being rich doesn't make you immortal, but he's probably pretty damn healthy for his age. Do you know what Jerry does every day? I don't want to talk out of school here now. But if you think that Jerry's lifestyle is healthy, I disagree. Everybody wanted Pollard, but he can't block getting Dak killed. That's why what we do, look, what we need to do what you got to do when that now you can't because you're not gonna have a good quarterback anymore. But what you have to do is you say, look, Tony Pollard is not a great pass protector. So you know what? He ain't pass protecting. What we're gonna do is we're gonna just spread it all the way the hell out. And your job is going to be to run a route from back here or line up out there and run a route. And everybody's in the route. Because we believe in our quarterback's ability to process information and put the ball where it's supposed to go, like Joe Burrow did at LSU, damn it. You say, screw it. Has Phil been a good coach? People I trust don't think that he's a good developer. And so for an offensive line that needs to development, that's not the most. That's not the most fun thing the bucks just beat the you know the heart you know the worst part is the nfc might suck who's the best team in the nfc the bills beat the brakes off the rams vikings beat the packers the who the bears won a game the commanders won a game the eagles hung 30 like who's who's a good 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 team in the nfc because I can do it in the AFC. Buffalo's good. Kansas City's good. Are Jameis' Saints the best team in the NFC? Like Jerry and Steven, if you'd have just kept Amari Cooper and Lyle Collins and added Von Miller or Julio Jones, 
might have had a chance at this thing, man. The NFC's kind of butt. Bucks are the if the Bucks are the best team in the NFC, the NFC is ass. Because that team last night was okay. They don't block real well. Quarterback played okay. The defense played average to above average. If that's the best, but is there any college coach you like? Ooh, I'd have to think about that one. I'd have to think about that. Okay, we'll be back later today because I got to do uh, Believe in the Dallas Cowboys show with the great Jesse Holly. We're going to have a good time. Uh, we'll get to this. It's a good day for hating now, although we might get positive, Jesse. You never know. Guys, thanks for hanging out with me for 45 minutes to talk about random stuff. Uh, I'll be on 97.1, the Eagle, today at 4 o'clock for like 20 minutes to talk Cowboys and bitch about all these things. Uh, so make sure you have the iHeartRadio app downloaded if you're not in the listening area of DFW. Otherwise, it's 97.1 FM on your radio dial. Jesse's going to go off. <laughs> Jesse's going to be hating. We'll see. <laughs> I'll be back. We'll have the Dallas, believe in the Dallas Cowboys with Jesse Holly and Jeff Kavanaugh. Whoop, hold on. All right, love you guys. See you in a bit. Uh, remember, you have no idea what anybody's going through. Be cool to everyone, okay? I love you. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.